It's not worth winning if you can't win Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cake Eaters podcast, your definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. My name is Brandon. I've got my co-host Heath with me. Howdy doody, neighbor Joe. And today we are uh, continuing our, our deep dive into to D1, the original Mighty Ducks. And so part of this, so for today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, in anticipation of Game Changers Season 1 coming out, ESPN slash Disney did a... Uh, they, they, they have this uh, documentary series called 30 for 30, where they t- do documentaries on sports events. They did a like mock one. It's like six minutes long uh, on the legend of the flying V. So this we're, we're talking is great. Brandon. It's, it's, it's like five, it's like all just under six minutes. Um, and it's done. <laughs> it's done in the most ridiculous way possible. I, I feel it's, it's, it's very wink, wink too, right? Like yeah, you know, the yeah, best, yeah. the best way to describe this video is both cheeky and funny, uh, yeah, because it's that's fair. That's fair. It's a wink, wink nod to all of the thirty for thirty documentaries, which are really great, right? Like some of those, yeah, 30 for 30 a lot of them are awesome. real good. Um, and, and I've loved them all, but this really, they do a good job of kind of like the great nod to it and turning a a hockey goal which you have always had a lot of problems with but they turn it into one of the most iconic hockey moments of all time living up to the minnesota miracle man legendary billing that bombay has mm-hmm. yep. you know and so we can kick this off brandon because when we when we come into this 30 for 30 video we have what i would call the voice of Wait. hockey at espn yeah well but before you jump ahead i just wanted to everybody oh, the this it's it's like a six minute video. It's free on YouTube. If Check you go to if you go to YouTube, just Google uh the legend of the flying V or 30 for 30 Mighty Ducks, any kind of combination of that, and yeah. it'll pop up. It's like just under six minutes, completely free. And uh that's that's what we're gonna talk about. Um so sorry, sorry, Heath, go ahead. Just wanted to mention that everybody could could watch it for free. I mean, it's important information, but you know. We, we had a whole vibe going. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Brandon. So, so we bring it in and we have what I would consider still the voice of hockey at ESPN and one of my favorite sports center anchors of all time. Oh, Linda absolutely. Cohen. Absolutely. She's oh man. She does some great calls and I, she's always, she was always one of my favorite guests that would come on. I used to be really deep into ESPN radio when I was working okay. at the warehouse, I used to work at a warehouse by myself. And so I listened to a lot of sports talk radio cause it didn't feel so uh, alone. You know, I would just, you know, talk with uh, SVP and Rosillo in the afternoons. There you go. <laughs> anyway, anyways, so we got Linda Cohn. She she kicks it off. You know, the Mighty Ducks are looking strong. We get John Bouchagras, who's another great sports center anchor, another big mm-hmm. hockey guy, right? And for, yep. for ESPN. Um, we got Bucci saying the Ducks are looking fierce. We've got Nick and MJ on the pod. They're talking about the Ducks used to quack in the 90s, Brandon. How adorable. How quaint. Huh. One of my favorite parts of it, though. Um <laughs> 
And so Linda tells us, we're going to rewind the clock back to 1992. Your boy was six years old. Your Brandon was maybe uh, born? Yeah, you know? <laughs> I, I would have been one years old. Okay, okay, that, that one-year-old status. <laughs> and, and so we're back, we're in 1992, and we're going to talk about the Flying V. And one of my favorite wrinkles, Brandon, I know it was one of yours, we get an interview with our girl, Rachel, uh, who was front row at the championship game. Yeah, so Rachel is some random girl that apparently was sitting, it was front row center ice oh, uh, at, wow. at, the, at the championship game between the Prime time the- seating. Um, and so it cuts to her in her kitchen with uh, granted, we forgot to mention this entire 30 for 30 is presented by Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, it's, it is very so, obvious in the first yes. half a second. <laughs> so I, it says presented by Cheerios, right? Right. At the, I think it's the first first thing you see is presented by Cheerios. But so we cut into Rachel's kitchen and there's a gigantic box of Honey Nut Cheerios set, right up, set up right, right next to her daughter, who uh, later on it cuts to her daughter. And uh, her little uh, tagline is uh, second generation Mighty Duck super fan. <laughs> And that, but see, where, what like where where did we get Rachel? Where did Rachel come from? First of all, you know what that told me about Rachel. Once again, A plus plus, two thumbs up, gold star grading for Brandon's parenting corner because obviously she is influencing her daughter. She's, she's this, raising a second generation super fan and uh, feeding her a well balanced breakfast of honey nut Cheerios. Like you. You know who's not going to have to worry about cholesterol like your boy? That little girl. <laughs> she has no cholesterol issues thanks to those Cheerios. Remember, any, we talked about this. If anything, if anything, she's going to be worried about raising it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Got to get that cholesterol. It's going to be too low. <laughs> God, it's just, it's great stuff. That was one of my favorite moments when I saw that. I had to pause it because it was just great. I was laughing way yeah. too hard. <laughs> then we also get she, um, I, I do want to say rachel has a sick mighty ducks uh like i think it only shows a, it looks like a snapback but it only shows the front but yeah it, it looks i'm it, assuming it's a snapback because it looked like she had the ponytail for it. yeah yeah that's what i assumed right? too yeah um but yeah it was a sick ass hat oh man love that but then we also flash over to hannah duggan megan um, megan duggan. megan duggan oh shoot i got the, the she, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got her Megan. name wrong in my notes. Sorry, Megan. Megan. Um, uh, she's uh, was on the the 2018 U- U.S. Women's uh, National Hockey Team that won a gold medal. Ooh, shout out Megan legit, and, and hockey le- team. Legit hockey player. And I'm assuming they brought her on because she mentions that she remembers listening to this the Flying V uh, in her dad's car on the radio. Were- going back to the ridiculous press coverage, um, it was on the radio. On the, and not only was it on the uh, radio, I, Brandon, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I wonder if they brought her on because maybe she was from Minnesota, but no, she's yeah. from Danvers, Massachusetts. So that's, so I don't know how she would have been able to listen to uh, Minnesota Pee Wee hockey on the radio. Maybe not, gonna, uh, sp- not spending a holiday not gonna, with family in the Twin Cities, Brandon. Maybe. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna call her a liar, but you know, if the shoe fits. I love that we're still fact-checking Disney and ESPN away. Because, you know, Disney owns ESPN now. They're, they're, they're oh, yeah, Dis- Dis- Network. It all goes, it all goes back to Disney. You know, so. Disney owns, Disney, I, I am fairly certain in this assessment, even though I've done no research on it, I'm pretty sure Disney owns at least 35% of the world. That's 100% true. They definitely <laughs> own you. 
I'm pretty sure there's no. a barcode on your ass that says owned by Disney. No, there's you. not. I, I wish. I wish I was getting those paychecks, man. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> they buy the podcast, get us started. But anyways, so we have Han- got to keep calling Megan. <laughs> Megan listening <laughs> to this game, which is getting she excellent said, press coverage. She said she was glued to the radio. Wow. Because I know that when I'm in the car, I'm like, mom. Put it on the peewee hockey tournament. Let's track down that channel. Put, put on the peewee hockey tournament from you know 15 states over. I'm locked in. I, I saw I saw on America's uh, number one hockey publication <laughs> that the the Mighty Ducks are playing the Hawks. Put the radio call on, Mom. So here's a question for you, Brandon. You thinking this is AM or FM radio? Oh, it's got to be AM, dude. Early okay. '90s sports, peewee sports. It's AM for sure. Yeah. Maybe maybe like uh, seven 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 fifteen. Yeah, seven fifteen. The fan. <laughs> Where you get all your Minnesota youth sports info? There we go. Oh, on the fan. All right, so we get an excellent radio call, and then we uh, see it shows Bombay getting the quack attack going. And this is a great moment in the clip because it goes Brady Bunch style squares and everyone is, the quack is building as new Brady Bunch style square face. And it's, we've got the ESPN anchors. We've got the game changers. We've got the former ducks. I mean, we've got the full cast of characters out there. Quacking there up are, the storm. there are two big names missing from this 30 for 30 though no bombay no, no bomb- charlie no bombay and still no charlie no it's you to, but we got some averman we got some fulton we got averman some connie we yep. got the you know a lot of folks from the game changers in yep. you know steve levy buchagras and linda uh, cohen linda and cohen. then uh anson carter was the other one that was in there and then of course megan oh, yeah. and megan and rachel yeah. um and i do want to say rachel in her little thing points out <laughs> She mentions that she was uh, as she's center ice front row. She's watching the game and the flying V play came out of nowhere, <laughs> which is could not be more spot on because they don't mention it at all in the movie before they do it. But wasn't the goal that she talked about against the Hawks? Because Connie talked about the one against the Hawks where for this, because she was like, after that, um, you know, it, it tied the game. Yeah, the flying V tied the game. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess yeah. they still caught him, but they, they ran it once in a game before this. So it Are you sure? Did they? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Didn't they have two flying Vs? There wasn't maybe, maybe I'm just I, don't know. I thought they had more than one flying V, but um possible. But but, they, but so, both of them they, they still came out of nowhere because nobody fucking mentioned it. Yeah, and, and Linda talks about that. She gives us, like, the background. We've got new kids on the block and a reluctant coach. Um, and then Bucci starts talking about the, the coach is a, it has a team filled with absolute benders. And I had to <laughs> ask you what this was when we were watching it, Brandon, because I didn't know what a bender was. What tell, yeah. tell the fans what a bender in hockey is. A bender is just a, a player that's, that's terrible at skating. You know, yeah. they, they can't skate. So literally everybody on the team. Yeah. And and they like you said, they also interview Anson Carter, which I put in my notes. I don't know who that is as a hockey he's player. A, he's a former hockey player. He played, <laughs> right. uh, 
he played a bunch and then he he's uh he's like uh he's a uh color commentator now um oh, he was okay. he was working for nbc but now that nbc's not doing hockey anymore i think he maybe he's with espn or he might be with tnt because those are the new mm-hmm. ones that are doing hockey broadcast but he's with one of them so he's he's a hockey he's is, a former player to current broadcaster is is he Shaq or is he barkley meaning does he have a title or, or does he not he's the he's he's more of a I'm trying to, what would be like did he win it did he win a cup uh i don't think so he might we'll to, maybe, we'll maybe he he you know he wasn't the the best player maybe he snuck in a cup let's see Wait, I had to call this out though because I don't know if you noticed. Oh, he this, was so. he was drafted uh, by the the Quebec Nordiques, oh, aka I love that. aka yes. Colorado Avalanche. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love when the Avs have the throwback Nordiques uniforms. Those are those are slick. Yeah. Um, but so no, 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 he he hasn't no, no Stanley Cup. I'm trying to no think Stanley of Cup, what, so what would be a good uh, what would be a good uh, comparison. He's probably like. Um, John Stockton? No, he's not. He's not. He was never that good of a player. Oh, <laughs> more like a probably like a Nick Van Exel. Oh, okay. Like had 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 a name for himself, but you know, was always just like a six man borderline yeah. starter. Okay, yeah. that makes mid, mid, middle of the road player when he was playing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So, but while they're while they're doing this, they're showing that they're kind of talking about the montage of the kids Bombay making the kids better. Did you notice in the montage that they showed them taking falls? Yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's coaching them to get better, and then they show the clip where they're he's teaching them to take falls. So they kind of like contradicted, but <clears throat> I thought that was great. And then yeah. Fulton comes <laughs> in and and says, and he doubles down on it, where he definitely had a madness to his method. Yeah. He was fucking batshit crazy. Crazy or Bombay. putting him on rollerblades and then sticking him in a mall and yeah. watching him run um, over a pole, a poor lady. Yeah, and and he and he calls out. You know, I definitely left some some questions in his mind. <laughs> um, and and we've got Steve Levy even coming out. I love that they brought out all these big guns. You know, I love Steve Levy calling the calling the shots at Sports Center too. Yeah. Um, but but he says everyone was rooting for him. And then my boy Averman comes out and he says, Oh, we were the Duckmeisters. <laughs> did you love that or what? I did. Um, I, love, I, love, I love a good copy guy, you know. Because they because they show the Velvet Hammer. The Velvet Hammer. Yeah. They show that yep. scene. And then and then Megan cuts in and she's talking about how much she loves Connie. Yeah. Um, she does mention she says she loves Connie, especially when she, Connie goes. I'm not. I'm no lady. I'm a duck, which yeah. doesn't happen again. Not to, not to call you a liar, Megan, but that doesn't happen until the second movie. Yeah. So, get your fucking flying V facts straight, Megan. Yep. Yeah. AKA Hannah in my brain for some reason. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she's. <laughs> I'm sure she's a great person. She probably. Um, I mean, we're getting her name wrong. We're calling her a liar. We're we're we're, we're making enemies real quick here. <laughs> <laughs> start boycotting the pot um no <clears throat> megan you seemed really kind we, we really, really kind you. congratulations um, on your gold medal yeah you've achieved so much more than we ever will <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's all you got that's all you got to do in response to this podcast is just post a picture of your gold medal 
yeah, and we'll, and we'll go fuck <laughs> ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so Connie comes in and she's just looking as delightful as ever and talks about, you know, throwing some bows and taking some fools out like Connie does. Um, and, and Fulton says, talking about their winning streak, Fulton says, you know, we were on fire just like the net after my slap shot. Fulton coming in hot with that <laughs> yeah um, and then steve levy comes in he's like um and so then they talk about like we're back in the championship game we've got the face off between bombay and riley and steve mm-hmm. levy lets the us showdown go. oh you could cut the tension with escape brandon that's a some, little on the nose for me some are you you could tell they were trying to be like as cheesy as possible with some of yeah. these lines yeah <laughs> it was great because then they cut to our boy nick who i've been missing for sure and he talks about uh, bird versus bird we've got a mean bird versus a nice bird and i think we do well, have to fact he, check disney again though brandon well he says he says uh he doesn't say a mean bird versus a nice bird he says uh like a nice bird predator a nice bird versus like a, a super aggressive bird or what something like that. But he he throws a lot more words in there than just mean and nice. Yeah, you know, and, Nick and his vocabulary. You know, uh, he's a, he's a great actor. But you know, and not to get too heavy with the fact checking, but as we both know, Brandon, birds aren't real. So um, obviously that yep. was a lie. <laughs> and and as we move <laughs> on. I thought, I, I thought you were gonna say that that ducks are not nice, which they aren't. Ducks are fucking mean as shit. But oh, ducks are mean as shit. I wasn't a, not approach them. And also, was, you're not supposed was, to feed them bread. Did you know that? No, yeah, it fucks their stomach up. Yeah, uh, peas. I wasn't expecting you to go to the. I mean, I should have. I should have expected you to go to the birds aren't real. That's that was that was a mistake on my part. I should have. Yeah, Got to stay woke, fam. Uh, the <laughs> government eradicated all birds and turned them into spy traps. So. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stay woke. <laughs> so, anyways, um, we've got we got after Nick talks about the the mean bird versus the nice bird. We start we get Averman talk about how they're just getting lit up. The Hawks are just mm-hmm. lighting them up at the beginning of the game, um, and then Bombay is like, "Let's fly, team!" Um, and you know, Connie mentions it was the goal that changed the momentum around. Mm-hmm. Tied it up four to four. Yep, we got the flying V coming, coming. You know, Booch is talking about it's just we got all of a sudden out of nowhere, an inverted V started flying at the Hawks. And the normally good Hawks just watched on as the ducks swept through the zone. That's how he described it. Yeah, it was a lot. It's not, it wasn't as pretty as he made it sound. (laughs) (laughs) I made it nice and dramatic for the for the listeners out there. Um and then they and the stay, only one they, who knows the truth behind the flying V is Bombay and his ducks. Yeah. They skip over the part where everybody except for Jesse commits a, an interference penalty in that. But because the goal he rocked home that goal and it tied <laughs> the game. And then and do you like this? I like this line from, from Butchagras where he's like an oh knights of Columbus, he knocks it through. <laughs> what that's great stuff, man. That's, That's just... a great call by Bucci. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it means, you know. Like it's, I oh, feel it's just I've... like a, it's just a, you know, it's just like a, what's the, like an exclamation. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, like instead of I... just say, instead of just saying, oh, 
you know, you throw in the Knights of Columbus too, just as like a, you know. Oh, to like instead of an, instead of saying, oh shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've, uh, (laughs) during quarantine, I tried to make uh, cat's pajamas into a negative thing by using it instead of the F word. (laughs) Um, Kelly didn't like it very much, but I'd get like something would go wrong. I'd be like, oh, son of a cat's pajamas. This is the worst. Uh, See, that's, that's your problem. You can't do son of a and cat's pajamas. You're you're combining too many, too many phrases. If you just like stub your, if you were just like stub your toe and then just shout, cat's pajamas then, that's then what i, think, I normally do i just got I, excited yeah, to describe okay it to you, right? yeah yeah but yeah I th- that, 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 could, that could catch on i like yeah it. okay let's let's bring, you heard it here first i'm setting the trend cat's pajamas use it instead of saying fuck yeah <laughs> and knights of oh knights of columbus as a good when thing you, when a, you get excited a, yes <laughs> like oh knights of columbus my christmas packages just got here <laughs> All right. So anyways, I got to, I got to find my place again. I just thought that Knights of Columbus cracked me up. Um, And then, but they talk about um, in a game where anyone could win, Charlie is skating on the breakaway. He gets pulled down from behind. Mm -hmm. He gets a penalty, the last opportunity to win before the shootout. Mm -hmm. And I think that the kids talk about it a little bit here. My notes started tailing off towards the end, but he shoots he they actually show it clanging in he scores oh before he shoots and scores uh rachel our girl gets super super excited about that the, triple the, leak the, this is when it shows her daughter and describes her as the the second generation super fan um uh, yeah because because rachel gets pumped and she's like charlie hit us with the triple deke the the famous triple deke just the just like his mentor, the Padawan has become the Jedi, Brandon. <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. And so I wrote I wrote in the notes, Steve Levy said it was cool. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> Averman and Connie are all excited because it was a huge win for the Ducks. It, it shows them celebrating. And then I we're kind of gearing up towards the end. But Steve also says, and they continue the streak two more quacking times. Yeah. And it shows uh, the paper of their win versus Germany in D2. Which, I don't know if you noticed that. Like yeah, yeah that, which wasn't the championship game. That was, was like like four games before the championship yeah, game. Yeah, that was like when they were doing the round robin for seeding. Yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how they play Germany. And then and then they showed the unveiling of the Ducks banner and your favorite movie D3. Yeah, the Eden um, Hall Mighty also, Ducks, baby. It, it wasn't they didn't win anything. They just beat the varsity team in a scrimmage, you know. Yeah. Was, and when, they changed winning, the name, I guess. When winning a different championship doesn't continue your streak. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, but but then after that, they kind of that was it for for the thirty for thirty, and it just it, it jumps into back, a, yeah, uh, into the preview of the game changers, and it shows like MJ and Nick where they they do the quacking thing, right? And they yeah. they talk through um, Coach T saying, you know, if you're not good at hockey, don't bother. After don't he cuts bother. Evan, and they yeah. they show all that. Um, and, and they show Bombay saying you have to do it for yourself. Um, and then once again, it ends with some whole lot of Cheerios all up in your face. Yep. Um, and that's how it ends. That was my biggest takeaway. It's like, man, this well, was definitely brought to us by Cheerios. Well, and then che- Cheerios played a big role in Game Changers, too. Yeah. There's the it's, it's in there was like, product placement in a whole bunch of episodes uh, yeah, that we called out. Just 
Yeah. You know, trying to shove Cheerios in our throat. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A quick message from our friends at Broken Forest Collective. Built on a passion for small batch and handcrafted products, Broken Forest provides high-quality casual wear and lifestyle goods that are American-made and built to outlast the fast fashion trends. They also plant a tree in Boulder, Colorado for every product sold. Visit brokenforestco.com and use the code CAKEEATERS15 for 15% off your order. It does make me excited for season two. You know, I'm excited for us to be able to uh, to see what happens now that the we the, we, we need to see what where those Cheerios what those Cheerios are up to. What, yeah, what are they first doing of now? All, we need an update on Honey Nut Cheerios. Did they continue with the heart shapes mixed with the circles, or did they go <laughs> back to the tradition? Um, number two, we got to see what happened to the artists formerly known as the Ducks versus the current Ducks artists formerly known as the don't bother. So, I mean, there's yeah. just a lot of, a lot of up in the air. So I'm kind of glad that we tracked this down from last year uh, to rewatch in anticipation for next year's uh, game. Yes. Yeah. It's a good, uh, it was a good little like, it was documentary good to, yeah, to, yeah. to kind of show us the flying V again. Uh, it was just it's super cheesy. Um, Would have been nice for Bombay and Charlie to kind of, yeah. but, I understand why Charlie, because I'm assuming they filmed this while they were filming uh, season one yeah. of Game Changers. So it makes sense Charlie wouldn't be there because he had uh, he was filming something else. But where's Bombay? Bombay, Dude, you know, too too good it, for a little thirty for thirty, Bombay. Number one, you know, in his contract, he's not fucking cutting promos. Okay, like it is built in. He is there to act. He is there to have. A storyline with he's Lauren to do, Graham. Yeah, he's there to and, do. He's there to do three things. Keith, yeah. <laughs> he's there to play hockey, coach kids, and fuck moms. <laughs> I thought you were going to say eat, sleep, quack, repeat, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that that that, that would have been better. That would. <laughs> I I thought you were going eat, sleep, quack. Oh, that would have been four. Repeat. Yeah. Fuck. But like, wow, it's, uh, yours is great. It, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, now in, take in, moms. in retrospect, I probably should have went with eat, sleep, quack, repeat. But, you know, I, I made my bed. Now I got to lie in it. <laughs> you've committed yeah. um, to, <laughs> to what you've said there. So that was it. You know, that that is all she wrote of the breakdown of this video. Um, Brandon, how how did it make you feel from from start to beginning? I actually love this. I thought it was like I said, it cheeky and fun is the mm-hmm. best way. Like it was super tongue in cheek. It, it made me laugh throughout. Uh, I love the Sports Center anchors taking it wildly seriously. Um, the the kids jumping in with their like excited fanboy lines. Averman, anytime you can get a little bit of Averman and Connie, you know, Connie, yeah. podcast favorite. I, I always love Fulton too. And Banks, I would have loved to see Banks, but like, yeah. you know, Aver- or, I love Aver- or Aver- Gee. Where the fuck was Gee? 
<laughs> he should have been in there with Kyrie. Like Kyrie, yeah. he should have been there together. They're a team yeah. forever. I I enjoyed it though. I thought it was yeah, like you said, nice cheeky kind of thing. It's six minutes long, no harm, no foul. Yeah. Um, it's worth six to- minutes. It's yeah. worth six minutes to, to have them talk about because I love the 30 for 30s too, right? Like when yeah, oh, the bad amazing. boy Pistons, Reggie versus the Knicks, right? Like all those were really great. The Rodman one, yeah. um, Rick Flair. Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, they're the 30 for 30s were all good. This was a solid, like, little, you know, tongue in cheek nod to those. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I didn't know is Bill Simmons had a big part in 30 for 30. And like getting that going for ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He it was original. Uh, yeah, he was one of the original people back when he was doing what? What was it? Grantland for? Them? Yeah. Oh man, his his Grantland articles were like the Bible for NBA fans there for a while. I mean, that yeah. shit was excellent, and that's why I'm such a big fan. Like, I used to uh, sit and wait for his articles to come out and just read them religiously. And so when he got a podcast, I was like, oh. Fuck yeah. And so I still <laughs> I still listen to it uh, religiously, even though yeah. I ne- I never really got into to Simmons. Um he's a homer big time. Yeah. Um some people and a, and hate a, that too. And a Boston homer at that. Yeah. I, can, I have I have a love-hate relationship with Boston. So Boston sports fans can be tricky, but I, I love it because like, he also owns it when they're bad too. Right. And so like, Mm -hmm. he's and and like talks through his agony, just like all of us, just like, you know, just like me with the Huskers, which every Saturday in the fall is just another beautiful masterpiece of just horrible football. And how to how it's, to lose winnable games. That's why is Frost it, still there? Frost, oh listen, and like my boy Frost, and I love Scott Frost, and I will love him forever. But he has been married to Adrian Martinez, who once again could give a master class on how to lose games at the quarterback position. He literally it's when Nebraska had the ball tied against Michigan with a chance to win the game. And he fumbled it on the 30 yard line. So Michigan could kick the game winning field goal. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyway, Did sorry. They, I didn't I, even I, get I, Husker football. I just, it's raw. It's fresh. And I'm depressed. <laughs> I know they fucking uh, suck. <laughs> I, I'm going to, I'm going to keep needling you with Nebraska. Um, Cause they, they, I know they, they don't have them anymore. I forget which McCaffrey son you guys had, but you guys had a McCaffrey yeah, Luke McCaffrey. He Luke. transferred. He was not a good quarterback, but they. Oh, I was to say, did they well. did they ever did they ever kick the tire with Luke instead of Adrian? Yeah, they did for a little bit, but he couldn't throw the fucking football either, so it didn't help any. <laughs> like it just made matters worse. So yeah, where, no, where did he transfer to? You know, um, I think he transferred to Louisville, but then he also. Louisville. Yeah, but then he left. He's not on the team anymore. I don't even know. The the thing that made me feel better was that Oh, he's he's at he's at Rice now. He went to okay, Louisville, see, Louisville he, and then Rice. Yeah, see, the thing that made me feel better about McCaffrey was that after he transferred from Nebraska, he immediately transferred from the next school before playing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. So, anyways, yeah, you What's his, get- uh I I am a sucker for the McCaffreys though. They're, you know, Born and bred in Denver. Well, Christian High, High, Highlands Ranch, but Christian you know, McCaffrey, tomato, tomato fucking tomato. Christian McCaffrey is his brother, uh, playing for the Chris, Panthers. You got Christian, you got Dylan. Okay, but his um, dad is Steve, right? No, no, Ed, Ed, Ed McCaffrey. Yeah, Ed McCaffrey. Legend. He's the he's the Broncos head coach. legend. 
Broncos legend. He's the the head coach at the University of Northern Colorado now. Oh, um, nice. And that's where that's where Dylan Dylan's the quarterback there. Uh, Ryan Williams, former Wayne State College women's basketball coach, is the number one and wins, I believe, for or no, that might be Colorado State. Shit. Ah, I might have fucked that up. Sorry, Ryan. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> Let's see, Luke. I thought it was Colorado. Yeah, but... yeah. Luke, Luke's not. He's not starting at Rice either. Yeah. So, anyways, long he's story. Throw, he's short, throwing the ball every once in a while, though. Long story short, is you know I grew up since from the time I was one until twelve, thinking that Nebraska just made the national championship every other year or four years in a row. Um, it is not true, and it hasn't happened for a long time. So I get depressed on Saturdays, Brandon. Yeah. So they oh, yeah. should have. They should have beat Michigan. They should have beat Michigan State. They should have beat Oklahoma. They should have beat Purdue. They should have been. <laughs> ah. Just can't can't close the deal, man. You no, know? no. You know, some people can't close. You can spit a lot of game, but you still go home alone. You know who you, you know who they need. Who? Actually, hold on. Never mind. They, right. You know who I, they need. They need Bombay to come in as like go, a, 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 spe- <laughs> a, a a consultant, a special consultant. We need some fucking Minnesota Miracle Man magic, dudes, to make the Huskers fly again. Yeah, that's exactly no what No one wants to hear me lament about the fucking Huskers, Brandon. <laughs> we'll start we'll start a we'll start a Husker spin-off podcast too. Everyone <laughs> just hears me be sad. Like literally, <laughs> my new tradition on Sundays is posting sad memes from Corn Husker memes about my how I feel the next day after the rest <laughs> gets their asses kicked. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Anyway, though, we'll get back to the thirty for thirty. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I thought it was it, it was enjoyable. It didn't really, you know, it didn't add anything that we didn't know already. Um, so, I mean, it. I, I recommend it's worth six minutes to watch. But if you don't watch it, you're not missing anything. One last question before we get out of the listeners' hair with our nonsense: Do you think they go round two of the thirty for thirty with the knuckle puck? Ooh, like for to set up season two? Yes. I would say yes, but well, I would say, <clears throat> I would say as a betting man, I will say no, they're yeah. not going to do that. Um, I will say it would be fun if they did, but only if Keenan was going to make a cameo in season two. Oh yeah, if Keenan makes it camp because Keenan would be you, so good in that like fake 30 for 30, yes. getting back mm-hmm. into the character, getting back into the knuckle puck. He would he would absolutely knock it out of the park. I bet it would be hilarious. Bring in the sports center anchors again, mm-hmm. bring in the kids. But like you said, he would have to have some kind of like maybe he wouldn't i don't know but it would just be so fun to bring him in to talk about the knuckle puck setting season two up just like he was that shot was the star of you know the second movie at least it was my most memorable kind of like thing about the movies you always remember the knuckle puck on yeah the knuckle puck i i remember the the thing i always remember more is is is, uh tag team the is a tag team yeah, yeah. Tag team is plays when they're when they're oh, on, uh, when playing they're, street street hockey. Yeah, the street hockey scene is the fucking best. I love you're that. Right, the the street hockey scene is also great. But you have to remember too, like when Keenan was doing this, is all that was coming out, and then Keenan mm-hmm. Kell was coming out. So I was a big Keenan fan. 
yeah, yeah. you know, um, when, when the ducks, when the ducks were out there, because Keenan and Kel was great. I, yeah. I was, I was more of a fan of Kel though, you know, like him and his love for orange soda and stuff. Repair <laughs> man, 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 man. Yeah. We, we used to call one of my buddies, uh, uh, shout out, shout out Josh Share, but we used to call him Share man, 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 dude, man, 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 man. <laughs> Did the exact same thing. It's great stuff. <laughs> But I would be down for a second 30 for 30 of the knuckle puck if if you have Keenan. And it doesn't have to be – he literally – even if he just shows up for like 30 seconds, 30-second 30 cameo. Um, and just know. says, it's knuckle puck time. Well, I don't – I wouldn't – if he's I'm only kidding. there for 30 I'm seconds. <laughs> but like uh, – Just waste it. Just throw but, his 30-second cameo <laughs> away with him saying a, a line that they could pull from old footage. Yeah. But again, again – Disney, let us bring us into the writing team on this because we're 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 setting you up. You get Keenan as a cameo in one of the season two episodes. You make the thirty for thirty of the knuckle puck with Keenan. Boom, done. Printing money. Why are we not on the fucking writing team yet? Game over. Ratings through the roof. Squid Game level ratings. I never watched Squid Game. Did you watch Squid Game? Yeah, yeah. So you have to do it with subtitles. The English dub. It's at, it's at the point now where I'm never going to do it. So the, you know, the just, English just, dub is mediocre at best. And so yeah. if you, the English dub plus the subtitles, because the subtitles are closer to the Korean translation, right? Yeah, than okay. the English dub gotcha, is. Gotcha. And so I ended up kind of like you listened. It was a complex web in my brain, right? Because I'm <laughs> listening to something. I'm reading something slightly different. And then I'm watching the movie. Uh, but it was the best way to watch the show. Okay. Gotcha. But gotcha. it was a great show. Like the fucking storyline was out of this world. But that's the kind yeah. of success we're, we're looking at. Oh, yeah. If we're on the writing team. Yeah. You know. Like Game Changers is Squid Game 2.0 Mighty Ducks version. Yes. Absolutely. Success. Like Boom. that's. That's what we do. Start printing the money. Then we're some real fucking cake eaters. And we're telling <laughs> everyone to let them eat cake. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at the Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at the Cake Eaters. Also, reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail.com, or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com. <laughs>